0: Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate, Lockie. And this is our season predictions episode, where hopefully for the first year ever, we finally nail a few of these predictions. So when we look back <laughs> at season end, we can feel like football geniuses, wow. but look, let's waste no time. Let's get stuck straight in, Lockie. Take it away with our 2023 season predictions.
1: Well, I didn't realize there was a drive by <laughs> coming straight away. Maybe your predictions have been a bit off, but... You know, I feel like I've been in the right areas at least. Um, we'll see. We'll but, see. But I, I guess where we go wrong, though, is we love doing hot take predictions. And as we were planning for this, I was sitting there staring at a bloody blank sheet of paper being like, there's no hot takes left. Mm. Like, we're just, we're just yeah. going to have a really good season. There's nothing to worry about. So I'm, I'm giving it to you. What Do you have some hot takes? Because I'm in struggle, down. <sighs>
0: Well, once again, have I think we've both become the same person and, and thought of this very similarly oh. because it seems like most years, hot predictions, like we want to come out with something a bit crazy, but something we actually do believe in. And yes. uh, this year has been balance. a struggle. It, it almost is that we just want consistency. We want all those boring things, but I'm going to try and liven it up. I've tried to come up with a couple. So we'll okay. start Thank maybe God. not too... We will have, we've got to get the Scoville levels up or something and start a little bit <laughs> low and we'll, we'll build its way up. That's really Um, good. Or or maybe this is really high. I have no idea, but I'm going in with my first prediction is that Mitch McGovern becomes All-Australian this year. I really like that. I really like that. I think we spoke last season that the games that he did play, if you extrapolate that out and he actually gets on the park and plays that way all year, he makes All-Australian. Like His his ability and, and what he showed was unbelievable. It's just about actually playing 22 games a year and and staying at that level. But the way we want to play, what his attributes are with this team, I think, yeah, if he's fit, he becomes All-Australian. So that is my first one. Lockie, do you have any at all? I know you said you struggled with this, yep. but I'm keen to know if you've got any for me.
1: No, I think that's really good. And it ties in with my key one because each year I've liked the All-Australian angle. And I've always been there around it. I, like So this is why I didn't appreciate that drive-by earlier because I feel like I've been pretty pretty good around it. But my hot take is, so we had five All-Australians last season. That was tied second with Geelong. Melbourne had the most with six. We will have the most All-Australians in the league this year. So you can take that five, add Mitchie in, and I don't know, we'll six. say, you know, Ballyfridge doesn't make it this year. And there you go can have the can most I, oh, this is in the squad sorry the, the 40 yep. man squad
0: oh okay okay so we're i should have want to be, prefaced doesn't Thought seem hot sport. enough for me but who who are you looking at uh, let's go deeper you can nail the one that's a separate prediction but if you nail this okay. now you're an absolute superstar so who were the players if it's five if it's six we, well let's go six because we got a we got a yeah. top last year to get there are we all six that make it for you?
1: Totally. Well, if I look back <clears throat> at last year, Cripps, obviously, he's gonna run it yep. back. J- you know, Jules Brownlow medalist it. about to be about to be there. Um, Walshy as well. Once Ooh, he gets back on we the park. even though we might miss a bit, that's big. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, we have short term memories. We're gonna they're gonna be making these calls at the end of the season, and he's gonna have had a great year. Sadi, he'll run yep. it back, it. of course. No reason why he won't. This is where it gets interesting. I'm gonna I'm not gonna put Charlie, but I'll say Harry. Yep. I'm gonna put Harry to have a bigger year. Can't be too selfish. You put me on the spot. So surely Weeders
0: finally gets there. Yes. Thank you. It's it's the year that Weeders
1: finally breaks through that squad and and gets it in there. And I can't and now I can't go with your McGovern take. I've got to I've got to go somewhere. Too many defenders. Too
0: many defenders. All right, I'll go the hottest take ever. Jesse. Oh, that is a that is a very Bang. hot take. We'll, we'll we'll clip that. And Jesse Motlop for all Australian for Lockie. That's his only hot prediction. Why not? And that's yeah, hot take. Not? We love it. Tell me, tell me why you couldn't. couldn't. Look, I'm not here to debate okay. that, and I don't want to debate that because he's going to he's going to win the Brown at this stage. Jesse Motlop. Right. could win the Coleman, right. could do it all. But no, I, I like there that as go. a smoky. Like he kicks an absolute bag, does a little bit into that midfield pushing up. Who knows? Could be. Spectacular! Sure. He's in that he's in that highlight reel position that you saw Stengel do it last year. Yeah, you know maybe he takes the step. Um, what else? Have you got? Yeah, this is well, well. I'll maybe go negative. I'll go negative. I've, I've spoken about Mitch. Negative got another one tank. about about Mitch, and maybe this goes against. My <laughs> he doesn't play a game. <laughs> my last. Well, it is that one of <laughs> one of Marchbank or McGovern is not on the list come next year.
1: Wow! So. Hold on. You can't. No, I'm not. There's my I'm not hot, allowing hot that. Oh, come you on. you And then your third hot take is that he just has a fine year. <laughs> that
0: is Six out
1: of ten. Acceptable.
0: It's like, no, wow, no, no, Ian I'll... nailed one of his.
1: <laughs> Far out.
0: Yeah, I've got 100 predictions here, one, 10 on each player. Uh, no, but look. No, you could get cut. hotter than that. Is, is it Marchbank or is it McGovern? So, what, what I'm prefacing this with is I believe that Gov will become all Australian. In the off yeah. chance that McGovern <laughs> does his whatever, he's got about 1,000 injuries and does not play a game this season. You know, I, I have this deep th- feeling for me anyway. Separate to that, that we're looking at all these injury-prone prone plays. You've got the a, a Cunningham that's now injured as well. These guys are continually struggle to stay on the park. And for me, it's one of the March Bank and McGovern, like, I don't feel that both will go through this season injury-free. So whichever one doesn't is not going to be on the list. And I think from that, unfortunately, it might be a Marchbank. I hope it's not. Like, I, I hope both of them stay fit and they both stay on the list. But I just have this feeling that, Come season end, one of these players is not going to be there because they've had another injury-riddled season. Mm. So that's my, you know, reasoning. I, you, don't I like think it. You, you don't like it. I think you don't
1: want to say Bank because if you're in the backlash of the people. <laughs> but, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll allow it. But tweet at us if you, you think I'm off the mark here. I think that's kind of, I don't know, tech foul worthy or something for me in there. But I'll, I'll allow it. Fair well, to uh, I, I me. I do agree
0: to a degree. Hopefully, I make up for it with a few of my others, but I want to hear from you is to see if I can rip to shreds any of your predictions because I'm feeling a bit attacked at the moment.
1: All right. I want to see you rip this one, and this will make you a a fan favorite. Premiers. Oh, boo. No. (laughs) No chance. When people have been asking me, just like, you know, in my regular day-to-day non-podcasting life, how I actually think Carlton will go this year, I don't have a reason to not say that we're going to win the premiership last mm. year. Like oh. let's not get silly. Let's not get silly with it before, you know, Michael Voss hadn't even coached a game. Who knows all that stuff. That's silly. But this year, if, if everything goes right, I think we can do it.
0: Mm. I I'd love to tear that to shreds, but I don't think I can. Just for the reason of last season, our best, that quarter against Sydney that we all speak about those little moments, oh. even that. Round 23 against Collingwood. Third quarter, we yes. had that chance to just tear the game open. Melbourne, we were up and about and had the chances to win it. We showed mm-hmm. at our best that we have some of the best footy in the AFL that you can't stop. You've got Charlie. You've got Harry. Good luck stopping both of them. We've Thank got a great you. midfield. If things go right, if injuries don't persist, if we get that mental edge, there's no reason why we can't. Like We went 8-2 and two at one stage last year. We're playing some terrific football. We even thought that if we snuck into finals, like the way that we play this contested style of football, we're getting a few players back. We have a good chance to shock some teams because I think the, the way that we yep. do play our game plan and you, you talk about all our All-Australians and Brownlow medalists, common medalists, like the talents there to win you big games of football – there's no reason why if we put ourselves in that position, we can't go all the way. And that's normally a real nuffy thing to say, but I don't think it is anymore. This is our window now. It's from now for the next you know, five, six years with this list. We have to strike at some stage. Sometimes it takes that a few years in finals. Sometimes you, you just nail it straight off the bat. Yep. Why not? Let's bloody do it.
1: That was far too genuine and motivating, I
0: Now I feel bad for ripping you, but I so you should, so you should. Yeah, see others. I'm trying to. I've got three more actually, so I've got a few, but I don't know how. I don't know how spicy they all are. This one, I think it's close to it. I'll save. I'll save a few, but this one is the Blake Acres. Yeah, mm, I don't know if they're any, any super spicy, but Blake Akers to make the shortlisted All-Australian. is it 40 squad, whatever the big one is, yeah. that Blake Akers makes that one. I think he was wow. close last year. Now he's playing for a better team. We love our wingers. Yep. Blake is going to get it because he's had that year where the selectors know him now, and normally it's that season after he comes mm. straight in and gets it done. I love it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm big on him this year. I've actually got a Blake Akers jersey um in my cupboard shout out to Liam Stocker um so yeah I think it's gonna be a big one
0: I love that do you have any do you have any more (laughs) do you have a real spicy one for me Lockie I want you to go all out oh no I don't hit us with your mild sriracha
1: takes mate cool
0: okay the the least spicy will be that now Long-standing listeners of this podcast will know that mm. for the past two seasons I have brought the same prediction hot take back, <laughs> oh, and that was that that Corey Durden will be the I think it was like the second or third highest goal kicker, something like that. But look, I now yes. I think that it's too hard to topple Harry and <laughs> Charlie, but someone needs to be that third, and so that my prediction Someone's because last do. year was last year it was Cripps. and I think it this was. man was about seven or so. This year, last year. But this year, Jesse Motlup will be the third highest goal yep. kicker on this Carlton list. He will get up there and he might even challenge. Who knows? Maybe he'll challenge one of those big boys. But that is my almost spicy.
1: Yeah, I completely
0: endorse that. Spiciest I have is that Adam Chera, top three, Carlton BNF. Yeah. Yep. I, I can there's see a lot of, sure. There's a lot go of on. good contenders out there. There's a lot of hard people to beat, but I don't know. I just feel like this is the year of Chera, and I cool. don't think he'll do enough to win it, but I think top three is a big, big achievement for him, particularly with this list. I just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy and excited to see what he can do this year.
1: I like it, mate. Like, I think
0: it's fair enough that with our track record of hot takes,
1: you want to go a little bit less spicy to see if you can actually get some runs on the board. So... I'll allow it. And then we can run it back next year once we've nailed all of those and get really spicy with it.
0: Exactly. Sometimes you need that little bit of cred. Look, this will be the only time that we interrupt this episode. So don't fast forward, please. We're just here for a bit of a special important announcement. Give me I'll get got the drum roll for you. Whoa. Boom! There Bang! We've got merch, we've got tees on sale right now, bit more of a visual one. So if you're on YouTube, you can see them flying across your screen right now. If you're if you're streaming listening to this, unfortunately you might not see them, but they are at time of recording, at time of listening actually, they will be on our social. The link to these on our Big Cartel will be in the show notes, will be in the description all over our social media at Navy Blue Corner. They are hopefully lovely and beautiful for you guys. And look, all the money obviously goes to to support this show and allow us to do some amazing things. And hopefully if we can keep uh, raising the funds here, hopefully do a few giveaways as well for you guys that we'd love to do throughout the season. But yes, that is enough spruiking for me. That is the only time I'm going to interrupt this episode. Back to the show. But let's let's gear into something, again, super, super positive. Ones to watch. Lockie, who are your players to watch in 2023? The players that you expect to take that next step.
1: Well, it's a real shame that we have one brain shared between the two of us because I think we're going to say a few names a few times on this. I'm yeah. going Mitch McGovern was the first name that I wrote Yeah, down I like because, it. because, And well, actually, the, the two names I have here are kind of like opposites and we touched on it in the Columbia game, but the guys i have got are McGovern and TDK because mm. I feel like if we think about the Carlton community and then the AFL community, for McGovern, I think non-Carlton supporters just don't rate him. They don't, yeah. they don't know what is just waiting to be unleashed, which we, is what we're going to see this year. Yeah. So I'm super excited to watch if he can bring more, like his best parts of last season, if he can be delivering that in every mm-hmm. game, my word, he's going to put himself on the map and get some respect back from the AFL community. And then TDK as well, I think yeah. is kind of the opposite where other clubs are like, you know, supporters from other clubs are saying, you know, he's going to, He'll get out of Carlton. He's going to be the best Ruckman in the comp at what other club he goes to. And Carlton fans after last year are like, not sure whether he Mm. is going to get to that ceiling. So I think he's a really exciting one to watch. And for me, I'm optimistic that he will take that big leap. 23 years old. like
0: Mm. He's still so young,
1: but this is the year.
0: Yeah, no, I like both of those. I think the one that goes without saying that he's on my list, but I don't want to go into it. It's clearly Jesse Motlop. He's the one everyone's talking about. We all think he's going to take that step, but that's a bit boring. So we'll we'll park that conversation. I feel like we'll we'll talk about him a lot in this preseason. I'll go through two. I think I've just almost named one of them, and I spoke about one in a previous episode, but it's Adam Chera and Lockie Cowan. Chera, nice. I was so high on him with his fremantle season. I thought he was ready to explode. A little bit inconsistent last year. Didn't see the best of him. His best was unreal, but consistency probably wasn't there. And now with Walsh out for those first few months, I think he has that real good chance of getting even more opportunity and being able to really cement himself in this system. Understands the players a little bit more. And he's, he's at mm-hmm. that ripe old age where he's sort of ready to explode. And just because he adds a different dynamic to Hewitt Cripps and um, Kennedy, he's a bit more of that outside runner with the skill. You want him, you know, entering the ball inside 50 and I'm hoping that he can be the one on the end of all that grunt work from the others. And so I think for me, he's that one that goes from, you know, that B kind of rated player to like, he's Mm -hmm. now like another elite midfielder that we have. I'm hoping that that's the step he takes. And the other, as I said, Lockie Cow and just that, Now that opportunity is open for him with that Zach Williams injury. You saw it in that preseason game, the Prackey match against Collingwood, that spin and 80-meter bomb to find Harry. He's one of the longest kicks we have, really good by foot. He looked like he could play at the level. I don't know if he'll start round one, but I think he's someone you will see pretty early on in the season. And he just has those little highlight reel clips. And he's someone Mm. that, yeah, I was very bullish on in the draft, wherever he was going. And now that we've landed him, Yeah, I think I'm pretty much his almost number one fan now. He's one that I'm expecting to really surprise a few. Um, Yeah, do you have any others for me, Lachie?
1: (sighs) They're they're the two that I had written. I mean,
0: yeah, Motlov goes that
1: saying. I'm going to talk about him a bit later. Um, So, yeah, any more from you?
0: I had one and I don't know if it can work anymore. It was the one that when we started this, started the run sheet months and months ago, he was like nailed Mm. on. He's my one to watch. And he got injured. And so now I'm not too sure if we'll see much of him. But it was Jordan Boyd. I was buying all the stocks of Jordan Boyd possible. It was just something about him that off the back of last season, I just liked what he was doing. And I thought, another one. Another year in the system. He's just going to take that leap and that beautiful disposer of the ball. We want that transition. thought there was a possibility he could push up the ground, maybe play some wing as well at times. Was Very bullish on him. Might be a bit of a tough one now, then trying to break in with a few others, maybe getting that opportunity early, but i still have him as a one to watch because we saw glimpses last year, but I still really do like what mm. I see in a Jordan Boyd to be that nice little role player down back.
1: Yeah, I like it. Shout out to Rogers, man. You surprised yes. me there though. I thought, I thought Cunners was going to be the one there after the injury, mm. but yeah, a big, a big shame for Boydie. But let me hit you with another question. I feel like each year we kind of we sometimes take this in different ways. So I'm excited to see where you go with it. Who is under the pump
0: heading into 2023? This is probably my longest list. There are so many players I could talk about, and so it's it's a hard thing of of knowing where to go because I will just name a bunch of players that I have listed down that are out of contract. Okay, just for the sake of these are out of contract, so they're in a sense there's some under the pump and then we can kind of go into a few, but you've got likes of like Deconing, Gov, Marchbank, Cunningham, Silvani, Dow, Kemp, all I believe out of contract. So there's a bit of issues with them. But I think the big one yep. is it's maybe Deconing for me, a little bit under the pump. And it's an interesting way. This Ooh, isn't like he's okay. delisted at the end of the season, but he's out of contract. So he's wanting to maximize his his money he can earn whether that's a move away from Carlton or getting the most he can out of Carlton. We still don't know whether he's the number one Ruckman or not. It's him and Pitt battling it out for it. I still have Pitt and it over him at this stage. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, Me I just want to see what we want from Deconing this year. I don't know if it's too early. I know Ruckman sometimes take a few years, but we've seen glimpses. I just want to know if this guy is going to be a number one Ruckman if he's just if his forward craft improves and he's a forward ruck, for me it's like this is the season we need to see it from him. Like no longer yep. can we have Pinnenet being out and it like the every every game it's like oh he's still young he's still developing. It's like I'm sick of talking about that now with him. I'm sick mm-hmm. of treating him like an 18 year old. It's like you've been in the system now. You need to show it in games. Like I, I so that's why for me I think in a sense he's under the pump because. It's almost like a bit of a put-up or shut-up year from De Koning. Mm. Yep. I like it. I like it. Like we
1: mentioned on the Collingwood recap, I think we'll, we might get a little spicy on that when we talk best 22s, because mm. I have some strong opinions about that. But I agree mm. with everything you said there, I think. Yeah. Every, every, every game he plays this year is going to be very interesting to watch and mm. will give us more indications about what his future will hold.
0: Mm. Yeah, and it's not like a, a super negative thing at all. Like sometimes this segment yeah. is almost like a, a rev up. Like I want you to do mm-hmm. a lot this season, but uh, but who do you have under the pump, Lockie?
1: Well, so I equal to you, I was like, there's probably 15 guys I could talk about here, but I just did three, and two of them you mentioned already, like Sauce. Yes, I think it's going to be really interesting. Like he, yeah. It feels like most Carlton fans are very high on him and and mm. I am. I love him to death, but I think he could be a little bit under the pump come the end of the season, depending on what he dishes up. Um, mm. Because it's uh, again, one of those things where good, like we're going to get to this level where good isn't good enough, I guess yeah. is the way I'm going to put it. Like the expectations keep rising that if you want to be in this best 22, you can't just be, doing nice things. Like you actually Mm. need to be fully taking that role. Um, So he's one. And then the other guy that's kind of in that same position, I think is Jack Martin. Yeah. Big time. He's had so, so many chances and we probably talk about him in the, under the pump every Mm. year. Cause it's like, when is he just going to get a good run without any injuries Mm. and actually like deliver a full game and not just half a quarter where we're like, Oh God, how flashy were those two moments? So, uh, but I don't know what that's going to mean for him if he Mm. doesn't, like, you know, if he doesn't keep delivering. But, I mean, spoiler, he is not in my best 22.
0: That's a big one. No, I, I, look, this segment is almost the Jack Martin under the pump segment. Like, he's he's in there every single year. I agree with you. He's another one that, like, with the injuries, with everything, like, at one stage last year, I said, like, I'm over it. Like, I'm sick of talking about him. I'm sick of getting my hopes up, getting them crushed because he doesn't perform. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes out and kicks like four goals against Melbourne and almost wins us the game. And you're like, oh, I'm so, it's so frustrating because you get yeah. so so high and lows with him. And yeah, this is the year where it's like, I don't even know. I don't know if I'm expecting <laughs> anything anymore. And maybe nah. that's sad, but it's like, I'm out of Jack Martin energy. Like I'm sick of putting in yeah. mental energy around. Is this guy going to be good? Is he not? What are we getting? Like, I'm weirdly at a stage where I just want someone else to be in the team because I'm like, oh, just yeah. someone else give me a go. But it's it's that hard thing because when he's out there and performing, it's like he's a match winner. But you yep. just don't get that enough. So it, it makes sense. He's under the pump. And this, the Silvani one's interesting. What Like, what's his role? Is he a half yeah. forward? Is he a ruckman, second ruck? And, and I think the big one when I'm looking at some of these plays, it, it's now the way I'm looking at this is like, what is his strengths? What is his point of difference that he's better at than someone else that could play his position? Yep. And that's the struggle for me with with the Silvani. Like, yeah, we love that he oh hard on the sleeve. But like I'm I'm a and people hate this. People hate this. This is not me knocking Silvani because I do like him as a player, but like everyone's so high on like the Liam stocker esque and the Sylvania esque of like, Oh, it's tough. And he flies the flag. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. I want to win games of footy. I don't care if you're out there giving jumper punches to someone else. Like I kick a goal, like do something tangible. Like I'm over this. Oh, he, he has a bit of toughness in him. Like, I'm sorry. That doesn't cut it. Like what you are saying, like, wait, that isn't good enough. Now we need people to, to win you games of football and for mm. Silvani like, some of his lead-up work is really, really good and seems to get on the end of a lot. But he, needs to, he needs to finish it, needs to kick those goals. He needs to offer something that someone else isn't because he's not the fastest. So is it that tackle pressure? Is that what he's yeah. bringing that someone else doesn't? Like I want him to maybe nail down his role and maybe that's been tough for him because, as I mentioned, he's been thrown into that ruck position last year. But it is a year for him to sort of show us exactly what he is We've seen bits of it, but yep. nail it down for us, and yeah. So he's someone that I think can be that best twenty-two and figure it out. Um, mm. But yeah, apart from him, I probably have a couple of others, and it's it's similar to that. Like it's it's definitely Brody Kemp is someone that fits that mm. whole narrative of. It. It's like, what's your position? What what are you good yeah. at? I'm still not sure. I'm not convinced. Is he the best disposal? No. Is he fast? No. He can move a little bit better than someone of his height down back as that third tall at times. But we're all still living off that spin move and awful kick against St. Kilda. Like, that's it. And so, I, I don't know. He's very down that pecking order as that third defender. Definitely down the pecking order even worse as a, as a key forward. I'm just not sure what he is. And that's another question mark for me and why I think he's under the pump because it's, I believe he's out of contract. So it's, what What are you? Do we keep you on for another mm-hmm. year? He's had a bunch of injury niggles throughout. He was a high draft pick. He needs to show me something. And then you've got, you know, yep. plenty of other guys there. You're Jack Carroll's another who's probably got another year to figure it out, but with a strong midfield. Like, is he that inside midfielder? Is he an outside? Is he a half forward? Is he a winger? Mm. i want him in the twos this year like my challenge to him if it, if there is one it's like <laughs> i want him to find what his niche is and just go about it for a full season in the vfl and then we'll see where he is in in a year and if he gets a couple of looks in throughout the season beautiful but yep. he feels like another one of those players where it's like oh i'm not sure exactly where he best lines up on paper at the moment yeah
1: yeah, no, I generally agree. I, I mean, for Kemp, for me, I would be extremely surprised if mm. they were to delist him or, you know, get rid of him for peanuts. I I put him more in the Carroll like boat, where I think he he'll, he'll have at least one more year to kind of put it together. Like six games is just. I agree that mm. we we ha- in those six games and VFL and everything, we haven't locked down who he is yet. But I think at twenty years old, he's still we need to give him a little bit more grace to do it so mm. but you know I, I see your point i i would yeah. i'd be surprised if he was a, a massive contributor this year like i think we'd have to see some injuries mm. for him to have a really big go at it
0: in the afl mm. yeah no I, I agree with that point and i think it's it's almost a, maybe a bit like a carol where it's it's almost like looking at that vfl like i want i want. Brody Kemp to be an outstanding player in yes, most games 100%. in the BFL, which because he hasn't, he hasn't really done that recently. Like you're not looking at the twos going, oh, is he pushing for selection? Like he's playing really well here. I feel he gets lost a little bit. He's been thrown yep. around different positions. He's had his injury troubles, so de- development hasn't been ideal. But it's another year for me here. Where it's like I just need, I need a glimpse of something because I don't think I've had that. And when I want that to see the ceiling of a player and expect. Something to be like, oh, give me another year to see what we have. I want enough mm. highlights to, to grasp from. I don't think I have that right now. And I don't know if that's yep. too harsh, but I mean, for all um, of these, like, let us know who your ones to watch your under the please. pumps. We'd love, we'd love to hear them and we'd love to know why as well. Because I think that's the key thing. Don't just throw out a name, give us your reasoning. And, and with that, this is, a, love it. this is a bit of a tough one I'll throw for you, Lockie, okay. because it's what will be our big improvement area in 2023. I'm not looking for player. Um. Yeah. But what is some part of us that will be your improvement or maybe that you're even (laughs) wanting to be that big improvement area so we can look back and be like, yeah, "Yeah, we've nailed it.
1: I'm probably going to take more of the latter approach because I wrote these two things down probably at like the start of January when I was starting Mm. to get my taste for footy again. And it pains me to say it, but I, I felt like the injuries... Yeah. If we if if that can all just click for a year where we have mm. one of those like Melbourne's premiership year where we're just rolling the same guys out every single week and they get that consistency, like that's that's something that we would look at 2022 and 2023 and be like, wow, you could see how mm. much of a difference that made. Like I can't remember if we said it on this episode or the one that we just recorded before, but we would have won that Collingwood game last year if 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 Hewitt and, mm. and Kennedy were there. And not to say that we could, we should only be able to win when our best 22 is there. Like, we need to have the next man out. We need to have the depth. Mm. But it's just a fact that when you've got our, our best guys out there versus the guys who are in the 22 to, to 30th best players, it makes a massive difference. Yeah. So this is me manifesting mm. that while this offseason hasn't been the best so far, that we are going to look back on this season and go, wow, we actually did mm. in the end improve. Yeah the consistency of guys in the park
0: now nah, clean slate it from here on out yes no more injuries for us please yeah my thing this has been a bugbear i think we spoke about it a little bit in the collingwood preseason season match um sort of match review and it, it it goes from that it feels like every time we get the ball we work so hard for our goals and then whenever mm. we win the ball it's love that so i was chatting i was chatting to um big, big Baz, uh, Paul Barbazza at the, at the practice match and we were having the same discussion. He was sort of really raised this point. And it was like, how many times do we like win the ball out? And it's like, we don't have like seven guys just streaming into goal by themselves. Like we don't get that easy goal, but it happens so much the other way. Yeah. Like as soon as we lose it, it's like, oh, they always have a guy at the back. And we never seem to have that. So I think my big improvement is that we now limit the impact like off our turnovers. We don't give the opposition consistent, easy goals because there's so many times that our turnovers seem to always be goals against. And yeah, if we want to win totally. premierships, if we want to go deep into finals, that needs to change. We can't be just allowing cheap, easy goals where everyone goes up for the ball and there's three opposition players ready on the ground to walk it in. It's no longer happening. That's our big yeah. improvement this year. Love it. I mean, that kind of ties
1: into the second one that I had written down, which was just the the way that, and I guess it goes to how we get our goals, but the way yeah. that we go inside 50. Mm. Because I, I think there's so much improvement that we can have in that area where the actual disposal from the guys going in there, the decision-making from those guys, mm. and then also just the way that the forwards, well, not even just the forwards, everyone is working together to make sure that the right guys have the right lanes, have the right space, the right spacing, so mm. that, like we saw in that preseason game, Collingwood can't have three guys on Harry. Like, yeah. we don't, like, the way that we, we structure doesn't allow for that to happen. And when it does happen, we, you know, we make them pay by going with mm. the other route. So, and we've got go three we...
0: guys spare ourselves because it's like, well, where exactly. are they? They should, be, they should be open somewhere.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, it's just us being really aware of that and having, yeah. you know, yeah, the right structure in place that we can
0: make them pay when that happens.
1: God, I would love us yeah. to improve on that, please. Oh, I
0: think so. Yeah, my other one, real quick, is just like game management. Like I, that has to be the big improver. Like when games are tight, when we need to take pressure off it and understand yeah. the tempo of the game. None of this panicking anymore. We know what we're doing. We know how to win games of footy, or we at least know how to lose games of footy. So do the opposite, and that will be the big difference this year. Um, yep. Yeah, I think those are mine.
1: Let's move on. Maybe won't be as much discussion about this one, but I'll see if you've got a whole bloody list of dot points there. Where do you see us finishing on the ladder this year? Have you, done, have you run the numbers?
0: I haven't done a ladder predictor yet. I've been trying my hardest to just oh, don't get too sucked it, into we? that stuff because I will spend too much time on that every single day. But look, expectation-wise, I want us as high as possible, get to that top four, but I think realistic For me, if I'm predicting a ladder position, it's fifth. Uh, That's where I've got us at the moment, but I'm aiming higher, if that makes sense. Like I want us and think we should be finishing higher, but yeah, that's my prediction. What about yourself?
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of of like the eighth, ninth of us last year because I've got fourth, Mm. but with the number of wins that I've got us having, it's kind of like, you know, it's going to depend on some other teams, but I think that fourth, fifth Mm. feels right. But I don't want to say fifth, and then say that we're going to feels, win this room. feels crap. Fourth, fourth feels a bit more doable.
0: If that's going to be my take, yeah, I love it. Um, let's go to the next one. Who is your leading goal kicker? Big H. Yeah,
1: it
0: is time again. I've gone again. the exact
1: same. Take that crown back. You can't. You can't go the Kurnow call again. We don't allow that.
0: Yeah, uh, I've gone the exact same. I think it's. I'm happy for these two to just keep switching. Coleman's every year. I'd be yeah, pretty down be. with that one. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It just has to be Harry. I think Charlie's had his time. Harry's sitting back, going, "I've got to do it again. Be his year." Yeah. Love it.
1: All right. So the next one we have here, as you take a little sippy, is the John
0: Nichols Medal. Yeah. Who you got? (sighs) Very tough one. Very tough one. A lot of good players. I can already tell. Oh, I feel don't don't take mine seriously. I thought this was a good one. This was like a bit more niche. I feel like you got it. Uh, mine is Sam Doherty. Oh! Oh, oh, I thought that was a good one. I thought it was going to be different. Oh, I hate you so much. That was my little smoky. I'm upset. I am upset. Now, look, we probably got the exact same reasoning. It was like, look, Kripper's superstar, all those things. But Doc didn't really have a proper preseason last year, obviously, with everything kind of going on. The man played unbelievably. It's ready to go. More midfield time. He's just the ultimate clubman, ultimate superstar. It's his year to shine. Um, but oh, Robert. can you just say someone else? You've just ruined the whole show. I'm ready to just almost end it here. I don't want to talk Absolutely anymore. Enough. I'll put everything I have on it. The,
1: he was so close last year. The energy mm. in the room at the medal, like oh. it was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, cool. Crips won. But everyone in that room was like, nah, stuff him. <laughs> Doc, Doc's <laughs> going to get this. Everyone was rooting for him. So I think I think he'll deliver this year. And a little bit of
0: midfield time as well, I think, won't hurt his chances. Yes, I agree. Um, and then the next one. So yeah, pretty much all of these. I want all of your um, thoughts for the listeners. So I'll be trying to chuck these out on socials, get all of them collated. So yes. at the end of the season, we can come back and we've nailed all of them. Because we do have votes for a lot of these as well. So it'll be interesting to see Mm. where some of these, like this next one, goes in our awards. Because it's the most improved, Lockie. Who will be your most improved player?
1: Boring, boring, boring take for me is that it's going to be Molop. I just don't see how. From the floor, from from where he's coming from from last year, we were like, yeah, there's something here, but we're not seeing it every week. Mm. Mate, you've got him in your bloody... No, way. I had him in the All-Australian. You, you had you've him as him our third-leading goal kicker. You know, we're high on him. Everyone's high on him. Yeah. I'm not going to get cute with this pick. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go different because that, that sucks. <gasps> uh, I'm going I'm to go Adam Chera. My boy, I've bigged him up, whole podcast. Great pick. As I said, take that step from B to elite midfielder. That is what I'm hoping. So he's my most improved. Um, yep. Yeah, Smokey. Smoky for that. Could be okay. delisted. Could stay okay the March bank I've gone the 5050 man yeah you gotta put you gotta put you know put that money on all the little things
1: it's like know, it's another me. step chair above is... fence sitting it's like a it's a form of fence sitting but it doesn't look like fence sitting I've just built two
0: is. fences that's it I've just built two fences
1: the listeners I can sit a on whichever one right I like. you right now mate it's not just me
0: it's, it's shall we shall we talk AFL and not just Carlton for a couple? Well, who knows? Maybe they will be Carlton related. Oh,
1: that's actually a really good point. Brownlow, you putting a
0: punt on this year? Who who well, are you taking? It's... Well, I had this man sewn in. I'm gonna see what. And I then he's got gone and there. he's gone and hurt his hamstring, and he he hasn't played in the first practice match. I actually have no idea how long the injury is gonna be. What's going on? But I'm just gonna stick with it because it's the man that I think will win the Brownlow. It is. Took Miller will win the this podcast is over. brown Lo- It's it's Took. Don't this tell podcast me you've got done.
1: I've got Took Miller, and I even wrote down how to pronounce his name because I didn't want to be that guy saying Took, like every other <laughs> Nuffy out there. That's how serious I am on this. Luke with a T. That's what he said.
0: <laughs> I love that you've gone. You've actually gone. Googled and watched multiple videos of this man trying to pronounce his name. That's that's effort. But are you are you worried about the hamstring injury? Is that going and factoring into your Brownlow Medal chances? Absolutely not. I think Gold Coast are going to be worse than ever, and he is going to just stand out like a sore thumb. There. Um, I, I think I just I just saw that one picture of him in preseason and I was like, put the yeah. Brownlow Medal on him. That's that's yeah, done. <laughs>
1: But but that's how much I stand by. It. I could have just gone Clary or Lockie Neal because yeah. like we know it's you know it's simple. But I, I put the effort on that
0: pick. Yeah, if a Carlton player doesn't win it, we're all on the uh, on the toque train. Uh, now we're going on a big one, Premiership. Yes. You've said in your bold predictions that we're winning the flag. So do you have the balls to say that it's oh, us good. here winning the flag?
1: You already know that I do, but I've got I've got who will be playing against, just in, in case people aren't on the you know aren't on the bangwangers as much as me. What are you going
0: to say? Go on. I was going to say last year you were hitting me with these Nostradamus like <laughs> visions that you were getting. Like that's so Raven. You were all of a sudden walking across, hit by a yeah. vision of the exact scenario of the grand final. Who was playing? Who kicked the match winning goal? Yeah. I'd hate to say it, but. It, it couldn't have been more incorrect. wrong. So um, I'm, I don't know what's going on with these visions. Have you had any premonitions this year about anything? Because if you have, I'll make sure to do the complete opposite.
1: Genuinely couldn't have been more off. Um, didn't pick either of the ones that made the grand final. So, you know, take my take here with the biggest load of salt ever. But I think it is Brizzy, I think, are in such a good position to finally take that leap mm. some people have written them off they're like no they've really? had their chances that oh absolutely when i when i say this prediction to others it's like no they've you know they've had all mm. their they, they've they've proven that they can't go to that next level they can't deliver when it comes to the big stage but i think with with dunkley added
0: i would back them into to
1: make it to the grand
0: final and then lose to us no, I like that. And it's good to see that you're not going Brisbane win the grand final like you have the last previous two years. Good to see we're finally yep. changing it up. I think last year we was a big rehash of everything. And look, I, I want to put a certain something on the table here, but I don't know if I can. So I have gone Brisbane winning the flag. Which is very unpopular. Oh, my very, un- God. very unpopular. I see, this is the thing, we could win the flag. I hope we, we win the flag, obviously. We will. I just have this feeling that we will make the prelim this year and heartbreakingly not do it and then win it the next year. The very boring, you make finals, and then you go yeah, on to do it yeah, the next yeah. year. And so, yeah, I think it, it will be Brisbane and then we go on in heartbreaking fashion to then go on to win the next three. You know, why? Spurs us on. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. There's your, there's your hot take. There's your hot take. Yeah, that, you probably three should feet. have been to that three at the top. To, three
1: Pete. Three Pete. Prelim into three Pete. That's not a hot take. That's, that's set in stone. Take to the bank. Um, what about the other end? Spooners? Don't oh, Brisbane. That's you. Go Can we
0: probably be more a Carlton Brisbane? You know, um, oh, Lucky yeah. Neal, me might go and all of a sudden you might see him on the bottom. No, look. There's a team. You, I, would love... I swear to God,
1: okay. if you have written down what I have here, I actually want the episode to cut. And if people look at their <sighs> phone and there's still ten minutes, they'll know it's not <laughs> the same. But I don't want to hear it. Oh,
0: don't put this I'm pressure on me.
1: I'm also so bullish on my pick that I
0: would never like. It's a lot. Oh, Okay, well, I'm bullish on one, but then the other is who I want it to be, who I think is a good chance, but I'm not as bullish. So I feel like we've probably... I'll probably I name it. One. I'll save my not-so-bullish one for you, <laughs> but my absolute lock, the lock wooden spoon is Hawthorne. Yeah. It has to be Hawthorne, just for the... It's not who I, I am, like I like what they're doing with their little rebuild. I think it could be good, but I just think they've cut their midfield way too thin. They've done what we've done. I still don't know where their goals are coming from, getting rid of you know Gunston. I'm like, who's kicking goals? Their midfielders are all 18-year-olds. I just cannot see them being great. But I have a feeling the team that you have for Wooden Spoon is who I want the Wooden Spoon to be. So good to see that uh, this episode will continue for another three hours. Thank
1: you. Let's go. (laughs) I want you to say it just just in case. Finish off your little spiel.
0: Well, the team I would th- want it to be, and there, I just I just had this weird feeling that it's all just going to go tits up and they'll do it, Essendon. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. No, that's Sturgeon. not who I had, but I, I do – I would – oh, my God. There would be nothing better. The
0: wheels here. will fall no. off them. I just oh, – what have they got? Zach Merritt is their captain because he's like – he's a tough clubman, tells it like it is – I don't see that when I think of Zach Merritt so good on you guys enjoy yeah but who have you no, got who have I'm, you got you've, you've built it I up like now it. I'm very excited it actually feels good. I, th- what? I think I I think I can I can figure out who it is now and maybe it makes me want to change my answer because if the wheels fall off this club <laughs> that I will almost I throw a party it's going to be hilarious who you got <laughs> thought- the tension is
1: rising <laughs> I'm seeing a real like yeah, pick behind the curtain of how you feel about different teams, which I, which I didn't know. Because I, I don't know if I'd feel that crazy about maybe it's not doing it. For me, it's the orange team.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Haven't now. Maybe that's not, not in a sexy sec-
1: pick. But I think they have laid all the right foundations for a mm-hmm. real nice three win season. And, and yeah. I think it is going to be tight between them and Hawthorne. Hawthorne is definitely the other one that I consider. But, I mean, again, like, they were terrible last year. And, obviously, Taranto's gone. Hopper's mm. gone. Hill wasn't really around it, but he's gone. DeBoer's retired. I mean, our man, Jared Brander. <laughs> like, what? Pod, podcast favourite. Stiney? <laughs> don't,
0: Mate, don't you there's care? nothing.
1: The only good thing there is Tom Green and, you know. That's
0: all. Yeah, I, I think what separates those is I still think their midfield's good. Like you got Cogs, you got Josh Kelly, Tom Green no, in there. No, no. I think they've got enough. Finn Callahan takes a bit of a step. I think they've got enough little pieces there. Goals yeah. again is a bit of an issue, but no, it's not. A, it's an interesting one, you know, because I, 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 I sort of went there. The other team that they're my not wooden spoon prediction, but like. I, have a, I just have this feeling they're finishing, like, bottom three. That's St. Kilda. It's St. Oh, Kilda. Oh, wow.
1: Ooh. I have wheels the falling off.
0: I have wheels falling off, mate. They've just bought in. This, they've gone, like, typical Carlton. They've gone Ross the Boss. They've brought in Sauce. They've got the band back together. And mm. I have this feeling that it's, like, it's all going to go tits up. I still don't rate their list. I don't rate their club. No, I don't rate them. Either. Big shout out to Cam Dempster, absolutely riling up <sighs> some Saint Kilda fans on Twitter. He just took the words out of my mouth there cuz they are a nothing football club and it would make me incredibly happy just to see them disappear into nothing. It just made me laugh. Yeah. So I hope they get really, down I've, there. I've enjoyed Can't this. Them this is long.
1: kind of this has kind of made me remember yeah, how many of these organizations I just have no respect for. So,
0: it's Good. boring.
1: They're dull. We They're didn't even dull. we didn't even mention North. They won two games last year, and they lost. Actually, the man Jason.
0: <laughs> I'm way too bullish on North being okay this year. Really? I last season. I mean, we're we're. If you're still listening to this pod at this day, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well done. Well, well done. Well done. But um, I don't know. I just had this. I had this <laughs> thing last year. while I was chatting to mates, going like. I don't think North are as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Like I'm looking at the bare oh. bones of their list, being like, I've got a decent defender, decent forward. I've got some okay <sighs> piece in the midfield. LDU, you know, Jai Simpkin. They've got a bit. This is the bloody shin bonus podcast, if ever there was one. They've <laughs> um, got three in, decent players. So bring in, you know. bring in Clarko. I, I feel like they're going to be out of that bottom three. They're still not going to be great, but I don't see them being. A shit show as they were um, give that to the Saners and the Bombers thanks, that'll be it But um, I like it <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to something, we'll get back to some Carlton chatter to end this one, even though we will talk about other teams, but it is we're making finals, we're winning the flag <laughs> yes, so who who is dropping out of finals who is dropping out of that top 8 so we can slide in there lucky? because mm. someone has to jump out of there who is moving out well, I think you'll
1: like this as well, thinking about the clubs that we don't love. I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the eight, but I've actually only yeah. got one team going out okay. for us to come in. And might be against what some people think, but I think it's the Tigers for me okay. that Big, are going to take yeah. a step back. I think they mm. overperformed last year, and I think that's going to reflect this year it's not gonna be a massive drop off they'll still be around
0: it but i just don't think it'll kind of come together like it did for them so you're not you're not bullish on the old taranto hopper coming in you're i'm you're not bullish enough that you you think that you take them out of GWS go to the bottom you bring them into another team and, and that's not good and they digress too
1: it's a real kind of Ian Brownie kind of take both sides uh, situation as the people are going to talk about it after this infamous episode. Don't, don't uh, coin
0: this as a thing. This is not going to be a thing where it's like, oh, doing is- a brownie, are <laughs>
1: you? Th- you think you're going to bring all these bloody segments this season? There's mine. Where we can, I don't know, whip up a logo or something for that. That'll be, uh, you know, here's my Ian Brownie
0: take of the day. There it is. Don't worry. I edit, I edit the podcast, so those will get cut. They will never see the light of day. In fact, this discussion gone. You're not going to hear this. Any any bad words that have come onto me, any slander, not in the oh. podcast. Um, but no, I, I mean, they they are an interesting one. Like it could it could actually go both ways. Like the injection of those two could keep them into finals, which is so dumb. Obviously, there's two outcomes, but it's like there's a good yep. chance that because of the other aging players and it maybe not working out that they really do take that step back and. I can see it, but the one I have in particular is the Western Bulldogs, which is maybe oh, okay. surprising. But, I mean, it looks like their game plan at this stage is kick the ball as high as possible in that forward line and hope one of the big bean poles can mark it. Because I've got about <laughs> seven key forwards down there. Their game plan is like, yep, yeah, I want the biggest men that you've got and put them in that goal square. And i just I'm like, markers up. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't like it. We do love Markers up, but. You can get a washed up Liam Jones down back. I still don't think that helps your key defenders. Mm, Take Josh Dudley up. out of there. Their their best midfielder, Jack McRae, takes a back step. I don't know. I'm not bullish on the doggies whatsoever. They <laughs> took our spot. Stephen Bradbury and I just don't see them being amazing. And probably the other one is I Frio. I've been bullish on him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold. Oh, I feel like they God. could fluctuate and be that one to drop out. But either way. I don't think anyone's going to need to drop out when you finish on top of the ladder, you know? No.
1: And that's the thing. Like, as I look at it, I'm like, I don't, I I, I like your Fremantle take. And a lot of people are also going with the Sydney route. Like, yeah. you know, the old, you get embarrassed. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, things are ruined for the next season, but there's no one as I look outside of that eight that I'm like, like, I don't have faith in port. No. Um, obviously Essendon, you've got wooden spoons and Kilda down like, I don't know who's gonna, who is gonna make that leap up there. So that's why I'm like, yeah, mm. there'll be some movement, but just the tigs for me.
0: I like, I like the Bulldogs call. Yeah, I mean to keep it very AFL non carlton related. That those yeah. other teams that I think we're like competing for to push in. It's like Port have obviously gone big trying to bring in a lot of players <laughs> yeah. to do it, but I, like I watched them play West Coast. You know, it's a practice match, but like nothing really excited me with them. I still okay. don't think they're list is great west coast could be someone that bounces up but i don't see them doing enough to make finals like i think they'll obviously do better with players but they're not i don't think they're making finals and apart from that like the only other person is tuke miller's gold coast but Mm. i don't think they'll do well enough to make the final so i mean it's it's going to be a very interesting year i think the only thing you can really nail it on is that is that Carlton are going to play some great <laughs> footy and, and finally make finals. I think that's the only thing that you can take out of this episode. But again, let Love us know it. all your predictions. Every single one of these I'll be posting on socials, getting your guys' thoughts. And it'll be a fun one come season end to look back at this, see that we've nailed every single one of them, which is easy when I've you know got two different alternatives for every single question. You've got to nail one of them. Uh, but look, that <laughs> is going to wrap this episode uh, hold, hold up here. The okay. Hold the okay. phone. Okay.
1: Did we talk about merch for a single second in the last two hours of recording? We have we four t-shirts sitting in my study, just waiting to be sold. They, they went out in a flurry the, the day that we announced merch. It was like, this is going to sell it within a day. People, if these larges are still up when this episode goes live, get onto our big cartel and get them out of here. I'll write you a nice little letter with it. It'll be beautiful. They're great quality. I got nothing else to say on the matter. we 52 tees. minutes in, and we mentioned
0: merch. Don't you worry. You've you've mentioned that now. This is you know peak behind the court, the behind the behind the, the corner. corner. <laughs> 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 you've lost me. But don't worry. I'll I'll, <sighs> mate, I'll whip something up. There'll be a bit of a merch plug to start these episodes. But I don't think I'll need to because I trust the people. I back. Yeah, them I trust in. the people too. They'll be gone. Don't you worry about it. Those couple of larges. If you're a medium. Don't oh, worry, mate. You get no into bagging. the large. You'll enjoy a bit of an oversized. If you're a large, you'll like your regular fit. Get get whatever you feel comfortable in. And the large in suit. You know, get the guns out. I want to see a bit of a tighter shirt on you. So the large will fit everyone. Um, but no, seriously, if you do want some merch, merch there might be a couple of tees left. Big cartel in the links. Lockie's lost it. I'm, I think oh, that's a perfect way to end this episode. We've recorded too much today and we've lost our minds. There'll be plenty more content coming up throughout this season. Go Blues. See you guys next time.